0: Hi and welcome to Think Healthy with Hayley. This is a podcast for women who are interested in health, fitness, weight loss and mindset. So if you want to feel more in control, enjoy food, stop dieting and just feel happier and healthier and getting to where you want to be, then this is the podcast for you. I hope you enjoy it. Let's get into the episode. So today we are talking about how to stop doubting yourself when it comes to losing weight. This is something that so many people struggle with when you've done various diets before, had various attempts at losing weight and just not yet got to that ultimate goal of losing the weight and keeping it off. It's really normal to go into a new process feeling like you're doubting you're gonna do it. You're not sure you're gonna get there that little voice in your head is saying but what if I fail and because this is so common I want to outline some strategies that can help and this is really important because we easily get stuck in thought patterns and we start to question ourselves and we lack belief in ourselves but we don't know how to get out of it and this is this can become a bit of a a self-fulfilling prophecy if you go into something new thinking that you're going to mess it up but you're not going to get there you're right from the beginning kind of almost looking for ways it's going to go wrong it can easily become something that then happens because you're looking for it because you expect yourself to sabotage yourself at some point that's what you end up doing so it's really important to go into any new process of losing weight with a really good mindset like understanding how your brain works and having a mental plan, as well as like a a physical action plan of what you're gonna do. And this is something that I work on with clients because a lot of the online coaching clients that come to me have done various diets before and they've had that struggle and they do come in often doubting that they're gonna get there. And it's completely normal and it's understandable, but it's something that we really wanna change because to ultimately get to any goal, you have to believe to an extent that you can do it. And that belief can be gained along the way because part of it is building some evidence that you are succeeding. And this will come from taking action and actually looking for all the wins along the way. And something that I'm really hot on with my clients is making sure they notice all the little wins they create along the way to achieving their goal. If you're looking for wins and you're looking for the good little action steps that you're taking, that builds confidence and belief right from the beginning because you're seeing yourself doing these things and you're actually really celebrating and feeling proud of them and that teaches your brain that you're doing something different and this is a new habit that you want to keep building on when we go into a process just kind of doubting and thinking well i'm going to give it a try but i'm not that confident and you remember then all the past times when you've maybe got to a certain point and then fallen off track if that's all you're thinking about, that is what's going to happen. So flipping this round to look at how can I build some evidence of success? Previous experiences may have led to not succeeding. So the evidence bank at the moment is diets that haven't worked. So we need to build evidence of you doing something different and being consistent with it. And this is where the approach that I'm working on with my clients and what I talk about online very much about making it sustainable like it needs to be something that you can do for the rest of your life we don't want to jump into another quick fix plan cut lots of calories have restrictions try really hard to lose weight quickly but not have anything there to actually keep it going we want to do it differently so we want to take things a bit slower and build some good habits And actually help you build a lifestyle that you can maintain so that you get to your goal and you're really happy with how you live. So nothing needs to change when you get there. You get there, you're happy and you keep it going because it feels good and it's balanced and enjoyable. So this all takes time. And so it's really important at the beginning again to get some clarity on what you want to achieve and how you can set your mindset up to feel successful along the way. So one of those things is to look for wins right from the beginning, have a plan as to what action steps you can take each week and then notice when you follow through on that. Notice all the little things like a good food choice that you made or a craving that you managed to just sit with and not let it overcome you and then you notice it fades away. Maybe when you go out for a walk and it was cold and raining but you did it and then you felt good about it. It's all those little things that if you really deliberately notice them and celebrate them, that's one of the best ways to start building your confidence right from the start. And we often dismiss those things. We often think that they're insignificant. They don't really matter, but they really do. And if you think about how hard on yourself you can be when you don't do something that you think you should have done, we're normally very critical in those situations. But yet when we do something well, we don't really notice it. We don't celebrate and feel proud. We just move on to the next thing. So... This is really important to, to know that it's it makes a big difference to your brain if you are looking for the good things that you do and you're deliberately choosing to feel great about them. It will start to rewire your brain and it's not just a woo-woo thing to focus on and, and try and feel good. It actually will help to reprogram your neural pathways in your brain so that Old habits get replaced by new and better ones because they feel good to do. And the more they feel good, the more you want to practice them. The more you practice them, the stronger they become. So I also wanna talk about questions. And we tend to ask questions of ourselves when we're doubting that we're gonna get somewhere. Questions that might be in your mind could be, what if I fail? Like, that's a common one. What if I mess this up? What if it doesn't work? So if you notice that question, and you notice any question in your mind, we need to understand that when we ask a question, our brains will go to work on finding the answer. So, if that question is negative, your brain's going to be trying to find answers to why you're going to fail, like how bad it would be if you fail, all the reasons why you might find this difficult, all the evidence of previous experiences that didn't go to plan. That's where the focus is because of that question. And these questions that we ask, they're often automatic. It's not like you're deliberately choosing to think this. It's just what comes up because our brains are programmed to keep us safe. So they look for negativity. They look for what could be a threat, what could be a danger. And keeping us safe means keeping in our comfort zone. So it will question, what if I fail? Like it will look for all those reasons that could could go wrong so that you're basically inclined to stay where you are. But your logical higher brain knows that that's not what you want. You want to change, you want to grow and improve and create a new healthy lifestyle where you get to feel amazing, you get to wear clothes you love. That comes with effort and change and hard work and doing things differently. And our brains don't get on well with that in the beginning. So if you've got this question of, yeah, what if I fail, what if it doesn't work? Or why is this so hard is another one that comes up. So we need to ask a different and better question in these situations. So if you're thinking, what if I fail? Flipping that round to, how can I succeed? Like, what could I do to make this work? As soon as you ask a question like that, your brain then gets to work on thinking, what could I do to succeed? Like what what could be a positive action step here? So it takes you out of that fear and that worry and directs you towards things that you can do. Same with the question, why is this so hard? That's something we often think how can I make it easier is a much better question because then your brain goes from thinking about the problem and coming up with reasons why it's so hard to actually thinking about solutions and trying to steer you in the direction of positive action that you can take and when it comes to weight loss we have to remember if you're in a calorie deficit consistently you will lose weight and that's the same for all humans it's just, it's a law of science so when we know that it's really helpful because it means you can find a way to create that calorie deficit, and therefore you can lose weight. Nobody is exempt from this rule of it's the law of thermodynamics if if we are in a negative energy balance, if we are burning off more energy than we're taking in, then we will lose weight. So let's look at what are the what are the action steps that we could take to create this calorie deficit. If you're feeling a bit confused or a bit stuck, essentially it's gonna come down to choices with food, choices with activity, and building some habits that are gonna help make those things easier. So if you were to look at the big picture of your week as a whole, where could you make some positive changes that would help you to bring your calorie intake down or increase your calorie expenditure a little bit? So common ways that you can do this would be looking more closely at portion sizes, snacks that you have, actually having a plan for each day of the week so that you know what food you're eating when. So it rules out then extra nibbles and snacks that really easily creep in and it also reduces the chance of you maybe getting really hungry at a certain point and then ending up snacking and overeating. All those things, that structure makes a big difference. So having a plan, having an idea of kind of how the week looks that in itself makes makes a massive difference in terms of long term calorie intake. It could be the weekends as well. Many people have quite an unstructured weekend, and that's fair enough to a to a certain degree. Like we want to be able to relax and be free to enjoy the weekend. The people who are most successful with their weight loss though will generally have a still a bit of a structure, and that's not because they feel like they have to be rigid and and follow this plan otherwise they won't lose weight, it's because they enjoy the way that they do things. So they have found something that works for them and they follow that pattern. And that's not every week they don't do that, but they, they have that awareness that calories matter and the weekend is where it's really easy for lots of calories to come in. So they have a bit of a routine and have some awareness of maybe how many calories could be in this takeaway or this meal out or this piece of cake that they're eating at the weekend. When you've got the awareness, That's awesome because then you can plan those things in and you can actually enjoy them. But you could plan in to just have that takeaway rather than everything being free and you know you're going to have a takeaway, but you might then end up having other higher calorie choices too because there wasn't a plan to begin with. So, having that understanding of calories still matter at the weekend, how can you make it enjoyable, flexible, have something that you really, really like, but also keep the calories down a little bit by planning in healthier, lower calorie choices around maybe the indulgent thing you want to have that weekend. So that will help too. And these plans that we make around food, the reason this can build your confidence is because it gives you that structure and it gives you something to measure so you can start to see how to improve things. And it's that that will give you the confidence that you can make these positive changes. So a lot of the time it's about learning And just experimenting with things as well and the more you do that and you see how things could start to work the more you start to feel confident that you're going to make this change work and everyone is different everyone's lifestyle is different so it really comes down to what's going to work for you there's no perfect meal plan there's no perfect way of doing things we just want to find out what works for you as an individual to enjoy the way that you live and eat and just having that awareness and understanding of how many calories you might be taking in how to just bring that down. You don't necessarily need to count calories, but you do need to be aware of how they can add up over the week as a whole. And when you've got that knowledge and understanding, you can balance things out, maybe on other days or just with smaller portions and slowing down your eating. All of those things can lead to just consistently lower calories than you've been having, and that can kickstart weight loss. And the other thing you can look at is the activity side. And so it could be something as simple as, how could I increase my weekly step count? And you could look at daily. Sometimes people are really busy in the week and they, they struggle to increase their steps during those weekdays. But you might find maybe if that's the case, you could do more steps on the weekend. And then rather than looking at your daily step count, look at your weekly average. So if you know that you're a bit low on steps in the week, that's the time to plan in a good long weekend walk and bring that average up. It can work differently, again, for different people because you might be able to to decide, right, I'm going to go for a walk on my lunch break every day this week for 20 minutes. What's going to work for you? How could you increase your activity? What's the most doable way of doing that? It could be with home workouts. It could be with, with anything. There's so many ways of doing it. Step count is a helpful one because it's quite measurable. So if you have a, a Fitbit or an Apple Watch or any other step tracker... That's a really good way of collecting that data and you can see where you're at at the moment and just nudging that up. And that's another way to show yourself that you're doing something positive and you will see benefits from that. It's it's very underrated how how much your daily steps or average daily steps can help you lose weight. So this is the question we wanna be asking. How can I do things? How could I improve my habits? How can I create that calorie deficit in a way that works for me? Could I increase my activity? Could I bring my portion sizes down? Could I plan my day and my week better so I know what I'm having? Could I keep track of my food just for a week so that I see how it all pans out and maybe where I could make a few changes? What habits could I build on? These are all questions to ask. and When you're asking these good questions, you'll get to work on, finding those solutions, and then it's putting it into action, it's trying things out, and remembering that you can't mess this up. All you can do is either find something that works and succeeds and feel really proud about that, or you can find a lesson that helps you out, that helps you to take some other action that's going to work instead. There is no way of failing unless you give up. So all the time you're doing things that are focusing on creating solutions, finding solutions, taking positive action steps that is you building your confidence if you're looking at that as I'm taking action I'm going to work this out your brain gets to enjoy that our brains love to grow and improve so if that's where your focus is it almost becomes a bit of a game it's like it's fun to kind of find how can I do this better how can I make this work for me and you're becoming that next even better version of you one thing I also wanted to mention is on my website, hayleyplumber.co.uk, in the menu bar at the top, there is a store page. If you check out the store page, you will see some books that are highly recommended. And the reason those books are on there is because they are a collection of some of the very best books that can help you when it comes to weight loss. So if you feel that you're you're unsure about knowledge when it comes to nutrition or you need to work on your mindset, or you just wanna learn more about building good habits, the books on the store page on my site, I would highly, highly recommend checking them out. So the list of books I have recommended are, The Fitness Chef, Eat What You Like and Lose Weight for Life. There is James Smith, Not a Diet Book, Chasing Cupcakes by Elizabeth Benton, Everything is Figure outable by Marie Folio, Atomic Habits by James Clear. The Joy of Half a Cookie by Jean Christella. That is a really good book about mindful eating. So if you want to improve your relationship with food and build better habits around that, that's an amazing book to check out. And then if you're going through menopause and you want to understand more about how that affects you and what you can do to manage it, Menopocalypse by Amanda Thebe is an awesome book to help you with that. So when you seek out some knowledge, when you build your understanding of, of what you wanna work on, whether it's nutrition, whether it's mindset, whether it's just understanding your body or how to eat more mindfully, how to improve your relationship with food. Seek that knowledge and in those books, there are some actionable steps you can take as well. So that again can build your confidence that you're you're going to make this work. The more you can take in those really helpful bits of information and just put them into action, the more you start to believe, hey, I can do it this time. And these books I've recommended are very, very good. The nutrition ones are very evidence-based, they're backed by research and science. The mindset books are some of the best I've come across in terms of real good tools to help you figure out how to change that mindset for good. And Atomic Habits by James Clear is widely regarded as the best book there is about building better habits. So, These are some really good ones to check out that will actually really help. There's so much information out there. But I would highly recommend these books to just find something that really has been well-researched. It's going to be useful for you. Even if you pick out one thing from one book, it could literally change your life. So recommend checking it out. Go to hayleyplumber.co.uk, click on the store page, and you'll find the books there. And the final thing I wanted to say in this episode was what really makes a difference is keeping promises to yourself. So if you are doubting that you're going to do something, we want you to be, from the beginning, making small promises to yourself and then practicing actually keeping them, following through on what you've said you're going to do. So this is why it's so, so important to make sure that from the beginning you're setting a plan for yourself that feels doable. You're not jumping in at the deep end and cutting everything out and trying to restrict all your favorite foods and jump up to a massive amount of exercise that you're not used to doing you're just taking a step forward from where you are now and if you can do that and you can set yourself a target that feels doable and achievable and then you follow through and you make it happen that is you keeping a promise to yourself what many people do with weight loss is they make these big drastic promises of i'm not going to eat chocolate anymore i'm going to cut out sugar and carbs i'm going to stick to 1200 calories I'm going to do twice the amount of steps I've been doing and five home workouts and those big promises like they're done with the best of intentions but they're really really hard to follow through on and if you've been in that habit of doing various diets as well you've basically promised yourself with those diets that you're going to stick to them you're going to make them work you're going to lose weight and when we jump in to something that's unsustainable and then we don't follow through on it because it was unsustainable we essentially subconsciously will see that as we've made a promise to ourselves and then we broke it. So we lose self-trust. So this is why when it comes to making a plan that works for you for the rest of your life, like for making this a lasting change, make those promises small enough and doable enough that you can keep them and then practice making promises and keeping them. like Follow through on your words yourself and you start to build that self-trust. And You start to realise that you are important And you need to keep your word to yourself, just like you keep your word to everyone else. You need to have that same level of trust with you, like making sure that you know if you say you're gonna do something for you, you'll go and do it. And that is one of the best ways that you can build confidence and self-belief by making a promise and then keeping it. So when you set goals, make them doable. Don't make them really tough and challenging. Make them a bit challenging, so you've got to stretch just outside your comfort zone but make it just outside, the next step. You can always keep progressing from there. But if you jump too far and then you find it hard, then you lose that trust and it's hard to get going again. So make it doable, set some good plans, ask really good questions, positive questions that get you focused on solutions, things you can do, action steps. Seek out some knowledge if you need it. Check out my website for some awesome books on different topics. Keep building that information and keep finding one thing that you can put into action and practice that. Take a lesson from it or celebrate it if it goes well and always be on the lookout for wins, things you've done well, things to be proud of. Keep a little bank of all those things, maybe list them in a journal, write them down somewhere. With my clients, we'll get them to do this on their their check-in with me every week. They have to list all the things they've done well and the goal is to feel really proud of that that will help you build better habits. It will help you want to do it again. And that's it. I hope that episode was helpful. If you have any thoughts or questions, please don't hesitate to get in touch. You can email me hayley at hayleyplumber.co.uk. Have an awesome week and I'll speak to you again soon. Thank you so much for listening to the podcast today. I hope you enjoyed it. If you have any questions, if I can help you in any way, please feel free to get in contact with me via my website, hayleyplumber.co.uk, or come find me on Facebook or Instagram, and I would love to connect with you. I hope you have an amazing day, and I'll speak to you soon.